Hey everyone, welcome back to another streaming service review from the Video Store Junkies. Now, we've been reviewing every single streaming service one by one, and we're not going to stop until we've talked about all of them. So join us for the next 18 years while we go through all of them. Today, we're going to hit kind of one of the big ones. This is maybe not the original, but probably the 800-pound gorilla that kind of popularized streaming for a lot of people. And uh, of course, I am talking about Tubi. No, I'm just kidding. I'm talking about Netflix. And today we're going to be talking about a couple of things. We are going to be reviewing the functionality and the usability of this service. And then we're going to be talking about some of the content available on the service. And then we're going to be kind of giving our final ratings as a streaming service. And I am joined by Paul and Renee, as always, to break this one down. Let's get started. Let's talk about functionality and usability. I could give you one thing uh, to start us with. Uh, when you go to the Netflix site, it just starts playing like, and I'm sure there's something in the settings that you can make that stop, but I, it would be nice if there, that was right there in my face of like, make this stop happening button. Um, that drives me crazy. You, you can, you can actually do that. If you go to manage profiles and you click on the little pencil in the middle of your face. Uh, there is a setting there for autoplay next episode in a series on devices and autoplay previews while browsing on all devices. And I turned those off a while ago when I discovered it, and it actually makes it far more usable. Because um, those are my biggest complaints is that, you know, it's like, I don't want to start watching this. I don't want, you know, I don't yeah. necessarily want to see a trailer for it. Um, yeah. And so if you turn those off, it, it, it greatly increases to me the usability of it. It doesn't jump out of the middle of, a, of the end of the, you don't have like, normally you have like two seconds to switch on watch credits as opposed to it flying to the next thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, th th those actually, that's actually one of the things I think it helps. But even with that, I find that it's, it's hard if you want to si find the information about something, mm. it's very easy to click on it and get to start playing automatically getting it to get more information, you have to like, oh, wait, I have to click on the little down arrow on the side and hope I don't click anywhere else where it starts <laughs> playing it. Because, yeah. I mean, they're, I think they're, it's designed, their goal is, we want you just to keep watching and never leave. <laughs> is that, is that to my being unfair with that? No. So, that. yeah, I, I think that my biggest problem with Netflix right now is it is a service that has been optimized over the course of over a decade at this point to perfect the ability to shove content down your throat and make mm. you keep watching and basically it, it assumes that you're like a five-year-old kid that's been slamming down pixie sticks and mr pibs all day and if they wow. don't always well I mean, which in, in the case of renee is actually 100 accurate uh, <laughs> she's seven though so yeah um but i mean this definitely seems like a service that is not built really okay so uh, yeah so so i think uh last week we or, or, or on our last episode we talked about shutter which is a a horror specific streaming service so not for everyone but i, I think i did comment that shutter seems like a service that is created by people who love movies for people who love movies netflix seems like it is designed by people who in a movie theater during a slow scene will pull out their phones and start texting that is essentially ah. how I see this service. It doesn't seem to be designed by people who really give a shit about the content. They, and I know that sounds silly, like, oh, they don't respect the content. Well, part, part of that's true, though, because, yeah, there's obviously sometimes I'm going to go on these services. I'm going to want to watch kind of junk, trash, schlock, whatever. But even then, like, 
you there there's a certain amount of respect that you can have for the product that you're giving to people and like you said paul like you it's very easy to make the thing start playing and or or you know to to force you to not watch the credits and go to the next thing but it's very hard to actually either sit there and digest something that you have just watched because you want to sit through the credits or to find out information about, you know, the director or the writer or the actors or, you know, any of that stuff. It's all pretty much hidden. And it's just an effort to kind of put, a, a, not even that, we'll, we'll talk about content in a minute, but it's it's actually kind of funny though. It's also like, it seems like the algorithms are determined to only show you a few dozen things. And if those things aren't necessarily what you watch, what you want to watch, I actually feel like it sometimes turns you off from watching anything on their platform. And then I go watch on somewhere else. Maybe it's I just hundred percent agree. No, I hundred percent agree. And that's kind of part of my, one of my other issues is that I could give two shits about what the rest of the country is watching right now. That's not yeah. why I go onto YouTube or Netflix or wherever the hell it's like, I don't Trendy. care. Yeah. And it takes up the whole top and then there's suggestions for me. Like, do you even know me? Cause you're right. We've been, we've been together for like 10 years now. It's like, how, you don't even know me anymore. So it's, it, that just, that drives me crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, for me, it's, it's like trying to find something in a specific genre. The website is better. The, admittedly, if you go to a website, you can click on movies and there's a genre pull down. It's not very detailed. Mm -hmm. I mean, but it does at least have horror and fantasy and sci-fi all pulled out separately. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it, but once you get there, it's still this weird horizontal listings you've got to scroll through and and just way too many clicks. And you're always going to afraid you're going to click on it and start playing something you don't want to. Yeah. And I don't <laughs> what, like the what, thumbnails. What Pardon? The thumbnails. Yeah. And then the, one thing I thought was funny is on Roku now, apparently, one of the selections is just play. <laughs> it's like there's just this random button like... I'm too lazy to even get a movie. Like just, just play gonna... something for just yeah. Play, just a random, random it is. I'm, just, I'm like, what the fuck? So yeah, and the uh, we've talked about this before with streaming services and services is their cues. And Netflix, I mean, Netflix originally was a DVD service, though they mm. chose the name Netflix because this was the model they intended all along, um, and that's why they switched to this. And then they pushed and fi finally, they they they've. We eventually dropped getting DVDs from them because they cut down the number of places that they were sending them from. So you you only got like one a week if you were lucky. Um, so because they had some that were on DVD that you couldn't get on streaming. Mm, but right. um, anyway, the uh, what was my point? Uh, <laughs> Netflix sucks, <laughs> I think. Well, well, their their interface sucks. I, I have to say it's it's very difficult to find something, and it's. Um, it is weird and kind of related to what you were talking about with the the categorization and the way they have things laid out. You know, I was looking at that today and, you know, I went to the sci-fi section and it's just, it's really bizarre. Like, they're like, well, this one is like, you know, religious sci-fi and this one's going to be, these are really popular sci-fi or these are all about ghosts with sci-fi and then then there's which is like okay but some of it it's like oh, that i don't really care about this stuff and it the just bizarre kind of categorizations but then there was one which i kind of appreciate that it was like emotional i was like well okay thank you because i'm not going into like a horror movie looking to cry and that really annoys me when it happens so that i appreciate but the just the way they have things categorized are just it's really bizarre 
Well, I think that's tied to part of partially through the algorithm. And originally it was kind of neat because it was like, oh, these are kind of weird subdivisions you wouldn't normally see. But right. you can't yeah. you can't select them. If there was a list of here's the yeah. weird little then that would be kind of cool, but it's just here's the random what random yeah. combinations we're gonna throw out at you. Yeah. And so it's like um my my thing too is so originally I felt like the whole idea of having these algorithms show you content was so that it could surface stuff that you otherwise wouldn't be able to find. Whereas now it seems like the algorithms are actually making it impossible to find anything except for the few dozen films they want to show you, unless you know exactly what you're looking for and can go search for the thing. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. It's like when, when it keeps showing the Adam Sandler films, it's like, do you realize every time you show <laughs> yeah. me that I want to put my foot through the TV. Uh, also, <laughs> So we should probably we could probably move on to content. I will say, though, one last note on the subcategories. And this is a minor thing that for some reason it's like my trigger because I hate it when people use terms like this incorrectly, but they have the hidden gems category. Have you guys no. seen this one? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me tell you, let me someone <laughs> needs to go over to Netflix HQ. They need to go up to the, the third floor room, you know, 28B or wherever the people who decide what goes into this category sit. And they need to like firmly I don't I don't want to condone violence, so I'm not going to say they should slap them across the faces, but they should definitely ruffle the papers on their desk to to prove a point. So, what, for example, the other day I was looking at Netflix, Hidden Gems, Dances with Wolves. No, it wasn't. Dances, Dances with Wolves, a film that won like 20 Academy Awards, one of the <laughs> biggest films of the 1990s. Hidden Gems wow. would never have heard of this film if it wasn't for Netflix's algorithm. So thanks Thank for God that, for I guess. Netflix. Thanks God. Anyways, Paul, what was your last point before we move on to content? So this was actually the point that I had been rambling and forgot about, oh, which is the, oh. queue, the queue system. The, yeah. They used oh. to have a really decent queue system. I it was good. It. it was numbered. You could, oh, you could move things around relatively easily. <sighs> Um, oh yeah, yeah, and they actually had. That. <laughs> they also had. So they also good. had RSS feeds that you could pull huh. of your queue. Oh, I and I had actually written at one point. I wrote a little Perl script that would go out. And get, <gasps> I, if I want to watch a movie, I'd say, "Show me five movies." Because if you have two hundred things in your queue, how do you know which one you're gonna pick? I said, "Just show me five of them." It would go out, grab my grab my RSS feed, pull it, and give me five of them at random. Well, they they nixed that. They got rid of that. Then moving the queue around now is like. It's it's there's no way to sort it. There's no way you can manually mm. sort them and drag them if you're on the 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 um, PC. I don't know about on the Roku, and it's just it's garbage. Oh, and not to mention also they got rid of like the the number ratings. You know, I liked what, what, being able to rate a film one to five, so that would help supposedly with my rankings. Now it's like, do you like it? Thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm like, well, what if it's yeah. like right in the middle? Yeah, so so wasn't the old Q system like almost based on their like DVD Q system? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. So so I think I think honestly I feel like if they brought I wish that they gave you an option for like Netflix Classic where you could go back Ugh. to all these old things because I remember Netflix actually used to be a very useful service until they changed mm -hmm. everything. But um, that's just old man rambling. Um, do we want to <laughs> do we want to move on to talking about the content that the service offers? Sure. So obviously Netflix is the biggest player or one of, the, I guess, two or three biggest players at this point because Amazon has so much money to throw at Prime, but they are obviously putting a lot of money into content, which could be a great thing, except for if you don't like the content that they're offering you, I actually feel like right now Netflix is kind of barren when it comes to 
other content. I don't know. What do you guys think? I actually disagree with that. I think they're they're doing if you like if you like foreign films, uh, if you like foreign TV shows, they're hitting it out of the park. They have so many acquisitions they've brought in, not just from like the usual places like Korea or China or or even European ones, but they have things like uh, there was a, a Paranormal, which was an Egyptian TV series that was a, a, a sort of a Ghosts of the Week type series that was based on a, a a series of 81 novels in Egypt, this huge collection. But I never even heard of these if it weren't wasn't for Netflix. And it's a great series. It's a short series, only about six episodes. But I mean, when was the last time you heard about an Egyptian paranormal series or even yeah. like um, they've got uh, was it? Is that one of their like Netflix originals, though? Well, they or... call them a Netflix original. Yeah, right? yeah. See, not... Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm talking about like older content or content that's like not first party to them, because I actually well, that, do that's agree. What I'm saying. It, it, it's coming from, another, you know, other places. I mean, so like they have Massimir the movie, which is a Saudi and Ara- Saudi Arabian cartoon. Like, where are you going to see some of these things? So, I mean, I think they, they slap Netflix original on on anything they acquire. Right, 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 right. But I'm not. I'm not talking about like that. That is technically original content for them. Right, but it's not. I'm talking about like their back catalog of like older movies and TV shows. Oh, that's true. I mean, I don't know. I mean, my queue itself is pretty long. Um, Oh, don't brag, okay? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying. I'm saying. You know, it's it definitely doesn't go. You're not going to find like the really older films like you do on on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, you can find some really old wonderful and old crap as well um here it's sort of it's sort of middle of the road i'd say you're not going to find necessarily the latest stuff you're not going to find the oldest stuff you're going to find sort of middle of the road in terms of um of course middle of the road i'm like oh it's from the 90s oh wait that was a yeah. while ago 30 years ago shh, shh. <laughs> quiet <laughs> renee what about you how do you how do you find their their content stacks up to other services uh, you know it, it's yeah, it's real hit and miss for me. Um, I I feel like, you know, half the time if I'm looking for something, it's not going to be there. Um, but I do appreciate that Netflix probably has the largest selection of stand-up comedy. Um, just a really great selection. I really appreciate that they do that. I appreciate that they venture into the true crime documentary stuff, even if they just really kind of fuck it up a lot and don't don't quite it's very biased it's just kind of highly biased stuff that i don't really appreciate i just don't personally appreciate that very much um and you know it's okay i again you know for for like you said before having been around for 10 years and having competition i guess i would think that they would have had a lot of opportunities to step up to the plate or surpass other people um they just haven't. They just haven't. So, the you know how, is- how I think of them. I think of them as as your parents' streaming service. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's it's like it's the very um, true. It's yeah. it's sometimes the iPhone is called your parents' phone because it's like this is the one you give to your parents because you know they're not going to really. It's it's not going to they're not going to mess it up. You know, right. and Netflix is the same thing. Is it's going to have a lot of stuff on there. I mean, it's got it does have. I mean, it has a, a decent selection of reality shows. I'm not a big fan of them, except except the Great British Bake Off, though they call it the Great British right, Bake Off show. Yeah, um, they have they have a, a decent selection of things. It's uh, you know, again, if I'm looking for something specific, I never go to a particular service anyway. I simply go to JustWatch.com and search there, and it'll tell mm. me where I can find it. 
mostly. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'm never like, oh, I'm looking for this and I can't find it on Netflix because it's not. It's more like, oh, this is, you know, what's new on Netflix? Oh, this. Oh, cool. All right. And yeah, um, I probably phrased that wrong. I don't specifically go there. I usually look for it, but everything I look for is very rarely on Netflix. That That is true. I mean, yeah. for me, it's again, it's more, again, those those Netflix originals, whether they're actually originally produced for Netflix or um, or acquired for Netflix. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I was looking at the list of like those foreign things that um, we did. And all those are listed, I think, as Netflix originals, like Sweet Home, which was that Korean, mm-hmm. it's a Korean, what do you call it, monster drama, Renee? How would you describe it? Yeah, that's a really yeah. good description, yeah. And, uh, and which is actually based on a webcomic, of all things. There's La Revolution, which is- Really a, good, by the way. Yeah, Sweet Home is really good. Uh, there's, uh, there's, yeah, there's, there's all sorts of things that that um, I think they actually do a good job with acquiring things and calling them their originals. So, mm. uh, but again, it's sort of just middle of the road. It's it's something. It's sort of like, well, yeah, we'll have it. It's it's not my my go to, but um, I think it's always yeah. got you know I've I've gotten enough things on there to watch so. Well, yeah. you mentioned Sweet Home. Do we want to make a couple of recommendations for our favorite content on Netflix right now, and then we can get to our final ratings? Sure. Can, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I, I'm gonna, I'll actually start because I have one that I went back and revisited after finishing probably five or six years ago. And I got to say, if you either A, have never watched Breaking Bad, or B, <laughs> haven't watched it in a while, it is definitely worth revisiting. I remember it being a great show, but somehow I don't remember it being this great. Being able to sit down, and obviously I'm in quarantine now, so I have a lot of free time. So I basically just binged the entire series, and it is still one of the best written television shows of all time. And then I will say, in terms of originals, El Camino was such a great follow-up to the show. And uh, again, uh, well, actually not again, because we if go back and listen to our last Q-Tips episode where I mentioned uh, Robert Forrester, who's also in uh, Maniac Cop 3, but he's also in El Camino. I forget that we chop these up and play them separately. <laughs> and then and then I will also mention, I think I've mentioned previously on our Q-Tips episodes, but they also have two of my favorite comedies right now, which are Monty Python and the Holy Grail and Life of Brian. If you're looking for a comedy, if you haven't seen them, or again, if you haven't watched them in a while, definitely worth checking those out because they make me laugh every time. So I, I mentioned paranormal, which is really good. It's, it's um, again, it's based, it takes place in uh, Egypt in the late sixties, early seventies. It follows this uh, doctor, Dr. Rafit Ismail, who's a hematologist. And he's, he's basically a skeptic, but he keeps getting involved with paranormal events. And, uh, but there's also a, um, there's also a story arc through it and it becomes surprisingly emotional for a, a, a show that has like, you know, a, an episode called the mystery of the mummy's tomb and, and things like this in it. And it's, it's really good. And uh, again, it's probably like the best paranormal Egyptian TV show you'll ever watch. Um, another one that, that uh, is really fun is dairy girls, which is a, uh, it's a British sitcom. It, but it's it's you know a modern one. It's not the Britcom type, and it's a, it follows this group of uh, young girls growing up in Derry in Northern Ireland, just at the end of the Troubles in the so it's in the nineties, and it's really funny though. You probably will need to have the subtitles on because they have very thick accents, 
And most of the actresses, even though they're teenagers, are like in their late 20s, early 30s, which is part of the fun. And I think several of them actually did grow up in Derry. Um, and then just one other one I wanted to kind of mention was, uh, like Renee and I talked about, was a Sweet Home, which was this Korean monster drama. It's a, basically these people are in this building as uh, it seems people are starting to turn into monsters. And uh, so it's, it's really good and well worth watching. How about you, Renee? Would you, would you anything on Netflix that you want to? I will second your uh, suggestion for Sweet Home. Um, I think in the first Q-Tips episode, I'd recommend The Endless, which I thought was great. They've got a pretty decent selection of horror. I think for me, content, like we had talked about at the beginning, was just, if it's difficult to find. So it's hard for me to really say, oh, it's amazing content because I can't find any of that shit. Anyway, um, like I mentioned before, I'll give uh, some stand-up comedy people some shout-outs. Uh, Brian Regan has some episodes there. Tignataro has a couple specials. Um, I just watched one recently with Fortune Feimster. It was called Sweet and Salty. And there was one point that I was crying. Um, just really funny. And uh, they also have The Twilight Zone. I have to mention The Twilight Zone. Um, I believe that they have seasons one through three and season five season four is a bit of a mystery i believe you can see that on hulu which sorry netflix oh i do want to add one more one yeah, more go for it and and this relates to a this is going to be similar to hint 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 an upcoming uh full episode of but this this is the super mario brothers super show starring <laughs> oh, no. sorry sorry captain lou albano as 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 super mario he's basically it's a lot they have live action bumpers between really shitty uh nintendo themed cartoons um unfortunately it's like it's they say they have them like the seasons but it's just sort of the episode 20 minute 21 minute episodes but they're not necessarily in order but you can find ones like captain lou is missing where where Cindy Lauper shows up to to get mario and luigi's help finding captain lou albano who's missing um and so it's it's pretty great and it does end with it does end with a song so even mm. though this isn't even though this isn't a q-tips episode that there is a song well take it away i know you want right. to it's it's do the mario swing your arms from side to side let's do the mario do the mario swing your arms from side to side let's do the mario that's my best captain lou impression i was, I was I respect any song where a majority of the lyrics are actually just the title of the song repeated over and over. So, yeah. Well, I, I, I might have missed some, but that was. Uh... <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we want to get into our final ratings for Netflix? Mm. Sure. And does someone want to kick us off? I'll dive in. Um, like I said, it's sort of. Well, let's put it this way. Um, my fifth grade teacher, Miss Porter, and and also <laughs> Emote and Joe would say. <laughs> It's mediocre. <laughs> it is, it's just middle of the road. I mean, it's it's a it's a decent one. It's not that expensive. It's decent. You know, it's it's there's enough content there. It's 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 a moderate thing. I, I mean, I give it actually a, because I do like some of the content I wouldn't find otherwise. I give it a three and a half, and and that's that's straining against the the bad interface and the shoving it down your throat because if you do go into the, your profile and turn off those autoplay options it increases it increases the 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 well it decreases the pain let's put it that way it decreases the pain of using it a, a good deal so there you go how about you renee 
I would also give it a three and a half. Um, you know, it, boy, <laughs> I I feel like everything I just said kind of it will lead you up to my 3.5. So, I mean, it just, you know, I mean, it's good. Just like you said, it's, it's not so expensive that it's going to, you know, you're, you're not really looking like, you know, Paramount plus you're not looking at it going, what am I paying for? Um, so yeah, I, it's okay. It definitely could be better. I'll give it a 3.5. Cool. Well, Sorry. yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to bring this average way down Ooh. because despite the fact that yeah, they have some good originals on there, if you don't find those originals in the window that they're trying to push them on you, you'd probably never find them again. So I I often jump between services nowadays and I just I try to watch something on everything just so we can recommend stuff on every service. And every time I go to Netflix, I am frustrated and angry. And hey, maybe I need to make those changes that Paul suggested. But based on the defaults that shove all that stuff in my face, I am going to actually give Netflix a 1.5. And that is almost entirely for its original content. Um, it does have a queue system, which like we mentioned on our when we talked about Paramount Plus, it, that doesn't even have a queue system. And I know it's weird that I'm I'm still giving the same score to Netflix as I did to a shitty streaming service like Paramount, Paramount Plus. But I will say that it's it's just it's so frustrating for me to use. And I just give up every time and I go somewhere else. So, yeah, um, yeah. read, read. If you're listening, I know you are. Um, call me. I will be happy to come on in a consultant and I can help you fix some of these problems and uh, finally turn Netflix into the industry juggernaut that it could be. So um yeah that's a hell of a deal yeah <laughs> i'm just saying up on that. Yeah. well hey if you want to hear more normally we talk about movies at length we also give you tips on what to watch on all of your streaming services netflix included you can go to videostorejunkies.com or you can go to twitter and follow us at video junkies pod and you can learn all about the great content that we are watching on any given week and that's pretty much it so i'm gonna say uh this is something we do on some of our other features. Paul, do you want to sing us out? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Do the Mario. Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now. You got it. It's the Mario. <laughs> do the Mario. Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario. I'm not cutting any of that out. I'm not even going to cut to the song like I normally do. I'm just going to let you play. <laughs>